people could be listening to this right now. Yeah, they are. They're swarming <laughs> the chat room right now. Oh my god! Live from the studio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Jimmy Seleski, Eric Glazer. Uh, today we have a special episode with the yeah, Yatones. Yatones from Brooklyn, New York, right? That's right. Very yeah. cool. And how did you guys? How did you guys even wind up meeting? Well, each let's other? let's have everyone introduce themselves yeah. first. So <laughs> True. Yeah, I guess that's the important. podcast. Yeah, the Jake Pinto. Right? That's right. My name's Jake Pinto. I'm Doug Burns. Doug Burns. I'm Harry Keithlin. Harry Keithlin? Yeah. Keithlin. Keith Line. Keith Line. Who was the guy? We were watching We were watching some videos earlier. I think it was the A Real Song video. Who was the guy drumming in that? Uh yeah, so that's this guy Dylan Tracy. Dylan uh, Tracy. I was trying to figure out how to spell how to pronounce his name. I thought it was Tracy. It could that's it really could be either. I don't know. I'm not sure. I hope <laughs> he's listening. <laughs> Shout to Dylan Tracy, <laughs> great drummer. In the call him Trace, Trace Quattro. It looked like you guys had like a lot of different people working on the stuff. Like there was a guy who was playing trombone as well for a couple songs. Yeah, I mean, you know, the we've been working on this record for like two years. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, we spent about a year like on the music, and then the last year has been like just like writing and stuff it. like that. A, a year. It was like a year, year and a half of writing, and then recording it in different parts and overdubs and all that stuff um and yeah i mean myself and doug and um mike harlan who's the other guitar player in some of those videos Mm -hmm. um we sort of that was sort of like the earliest form of the band which was like two and a half years ago and we were playing as a trio with mike actually on drums okay and um we wrote a lot of the songs in that period and it was like a very simple thing and then just were you guys doing this like as i saw you you went to nyu is that correct yeah and i met mike at nyu i actually know doug from uh this other band that we used to play with called the mefe but you guys you i i saw that i was trying that's another one i was yeah, trying to really exactly. hard to figure out how to pronounce dude yeah, that was not, i was like lost on it <laughs> yeah yeah, were you guys <laughs> all from New York exactly right. originally? Well, no, he's no. He's, you're, you have like a Florida number. I remember talking yeah, about that. Yeah, I grew up in Florida. I grew up in New York. He's a true New Yorker. And I grew up in Rhode Island. Rhode Island, dude. Figured that out just a second ago. Well, yeah. So just to get to Harry, so we were playing, and then um, Mike Harlan got busy doing some other stuff, and we brought in this drummer, Dylan Tracy, oh, yeah. who ended up recording the rest of the album with us, and we played a little bit. Um, we played some shows together, but then Dylan is now playing with all these, with like a blue note recording artist. Nice. So he's been very busy and Harry came into our lives and has just been like amazing and has played like every show with us for the past six, seven months, just amazing. And we're really happy to be able to play with him. That's dope. It seems like you guys have like a lot of, like a lot of like really cool people working with you. Like the guy, John W, the, the publicist. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who like the people who film your videos. I mean, yeah, who, dude, those the, videos are so insane. dope. Yeah, man, that is uh true. It's weird. Both of them. Um, mm-hmm. The real song video is a really fun story, which is that we were playing the show at um, this place called Basement Bar in Bushwick, which just closed in August, which sucks. Is that, in, is that in New York? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay, in cool. Brooklyn. Um, sorry. That's good. I got to remember, like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Shout to Bowtie Dave. Yeah, exactly. So we were playing there, and, like, it's super awesome venue with, like, like super vibey, like, sort of like you're in a David Lynch movie. Nice. Um, and it had this nice red curtain, like, open automatic red curtain. So we could like 
like be set up and the curtain would open we play it was great anyway so we played a set and we played that song a real song and at the end of the set this guy came up to me and he was like man i fucking love that uh-huh loved your set you guys are awesome the reefs like it is this mexican guy um <laughs> named G- gerardo and he's uh he was like doing a film study program for like mm-hmm. a few months and he saw he was like the riffs he was like i and he, he takes out his phone and he shows me a list um of like song one song two song three all the way, all the songs we played and he rated all of them percentage how oh, much he liked shit. them graded Damn. them <laughs> And this he had like an Excel sheet on his fan <laughs> yeah, that he pulled basically, up. <laughs> basically, he <laughs> like a pie re- chart. I was really like number dude. four. Yeah, it was really weird. Now you're saying you're saying this is the guy who films your videos. So so when we meet this guy here, and he shows me this thing, and he shows me the percentage, and luckily most of them were high percentages. <laughs> but Did he hit you with any like like really shitty ratings? You're like, come on, Gerardo. Dude, come on, dude. He gave us. Yeah, we got a 30% on our Damn. cover. Did he have, like, comments Ooh. next to each rating? But anyway, so the one song it had 100% was, a, he was like, this song, I love this song. What was it? It was a real song. He was like, man, we're, sh- we're going to shoot this music video. I'm going to shoot this music video with you. It's going to be great. Dude, that's insane. And the thing is that shit like that kind of happens in New York all the time. Like, you hear, like, people say stuff like that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very rare that it actually happens. Mm-hmm. But it did. I mean, we just it stayed like in a really touch. quick turnaround. <laughs> really quick. Really quick. If you fall into, I mean, so you guys, you said you were doing. I guess you guys must have been doing doing music for a while before like that kind of break happened. Before like you got that chance to put out that video to that level. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, like I said, we we started playing this music like two and a half years ago, and I met Jerry in like April or something. And yeah, we tur- it was a quick turnaround. He. Anyway, he's a great guy. You should check him out. Gerardo Rodriguez. He lives in Mexico now. He he, he tried to stay in New York, but he couldn't. There's all you know dealing with being yeah, a Mexican immigrant. It sucks. And um, yeah, we we just shot it in like a weekend mm-hmm. with one camera, no budget, and he did an amazing job. I highly recommend anybody out there looking for a music video. Hit him up on oh, Vimeo yeah. or. You know, check out whatever. <laughs> no, that's Contact no, us. I'll get you in touch with <laughs> it. Up the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you guys, do you guys, okay, so you're going, you said this is the first stop of your tour, right? Or no, Philly was. You guys just got out of Philly. Philly was, but it was, we, we stopped at home. <laughs> okay, so for the rest of the trip, you're going to be on the road for a while. You're not yeah. stopping back in New York for a while. Exactly. So I take it you guys don't have like side jobs and shit like that. Like you guys are like, are you guys doing this full time, like professionally, I guess at this point? Well, it's a, it's a funny thing in New York. You have to find... <laughs> It's a really expensive, expensive place to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. being a musician, especially if you want to pursue bands that you really love being mm-hmm. in, as opposed to just getting out there to get paid, basically, to, to just mm-hmm. try to make a living purely, you have to find certain hustles, certain ways mm-hmm. to do things. Absolutely. I teach an after-school program, which gives me the flexibility to you know Definitely. To get out of town for a while. But I, it's the only way to do do. To make to really make it happen on yeah. any level, in it's New York worth City, it though to opinion. live there. I mean, our friend Scott, the guy who um, actually like was like the co-owner of the studio and stuff like that, he lives up in New York right now in Brooklyn as well. And he, I mean, it's uh, he, the things that he tells me. I guess coming from like this town, like Baltimore, it's kind of like a smaller town area. I mean, it's still like a, a a city, but it's like it's not anywhere close to New York level, you know. And just the concept, like you can be out at a club and meet somebody who's actually like really good at what they do like how you come across gerardo i'm assuming you guys play a decent amount like that that almost doesn't exist down here so i think that's a i mean i guess i take it like you said you grew up there yeah so it might be i always wonder what it would be like just it's weird when i go up to new york or like when eric goes up it's like it's weird being that close 
to like the upper echelon of like the industry yeah. and whatever you do. It's well, crazy. Also, I feel like That's that true. kind of that stuff happens around here too, but just not in the same frequency as it does. Just because yeah. there's so many more creative people up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy came out to like one of my shows one time and just like shot like a little mini documentary on it and got into like a film festival. But like, that was like two years ago. Yeah, nothing like that hasn't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. hasn't really happened since then. So Haley's yeah. comment soon, yeah, I mean, coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean the other one, the other video, the "What Could I Do" video was even crazier. Was that was, not yeah. by the same person, or no, was that? That's a different guy. This guy Joseph Crawford. Shout oh, wow. out Joseph Crawford, great guy. Um, literally, we played a show at this Black Bear Bar, which is in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Nice. And the, it was like there was like nobody there. It was like not great. <laughs> a skate park in the front, but, in the front of this venue. Yeah, there's a half pipe in the front. Yeah. Of it. But for some reason, right, I, I don't know. We were just like on that night. Like we we just it. dug dug into the like. There's ten people here. Let's give them the best show of their <laughs> lives, which we did, I think. And uh, s- some guy was just at the show, like filming some other bands. And when we started playing, like he obviously just was like, "Damn, like." these guys are awesome and like mm-hmm. just got really into it was like jumping on stage and like all this shit and it was great and afterwards i was like came hey, in what's good i was like yeah i do videos like we'd be happy to like send something to you i was like cool and i kind of we somehow got lost touch for a while and then like a months later i was like hey man you still got that footage he was like yeah dude you want me to make make something and i was like yeah and he just made it. And it was like it's sweet, completely dude. unplanned. It's like a great it's like a really video. great video. Yeah. It's amazing. I was almost like mad that it had like two thousand, two and a half thousand views. Come on, man. This is like this is good shit. It, it really is there. good shit. Yeah. I was really impressed. Even yeah. when we first checked you guys out. I mean, that you, was like the first one we watched too. Yeah. And we're like, why are these guys hitting us up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so a funny you, thing. It's so you guys, thing. I mean, who's going around? Like, you guys seem like you play a lot. I mean, who's going around and getting these gigs for? Who's who's booking you guys? Who's working that? Because I feel like it's hard to get a job up in a big city like that. Like, I feel like so many people are trying to do it. If you live there and you work there, people just call you. You don't well, even have to be great. You just really? Have to be a good just like available. Who does good work? Mm-hmm. And people will call you. If, wow. If you just hang around for a while. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> just gotta hang around. For yeah. Me. I mean, it's that's the truth. It's not hard though. to get a gig. It's hard to get paid well. Yeah, True. I know in a lot of places. Amen. I've been to play like if you go to New Orleans in a lot of places, like you don't you sometimes have to pay them or like in Nashville you gotta like pay them to play there. It's crazy. It's like. It's such a hard it's such a hard thing to do, you know, like to actually make money doing that at, at you know, the level that we're at. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. This is like I said to you before, like this is our first tour. This is the first time we've played outside the city. Um, you know, when we play like when we I think what Harry is getting is we all do a lot of different things. Of course. And like get calls for random gigs that sometimes are paid whether because it's at a venue that pay uh, not, not a venue like at a bar that pays yeah. or a person who pays or a person who just has money yeah. that pays but for us it's like there's a couple like we have this bar this there's this really really cool bar in Tribeca which is in the city in downtown um called Bell Rev that we oh, play right. there like once or twice a month and like that's pretty cool. We get paid a little bit there and we get tips and sometimes it's really great. Um, but other than that, like when we play a venue, there's like really like a venue meaning like uh, like 
yeah, Mercury Lounge yeah, or yeah, Pianos or Cake Shop. There's really very little expectation of getting paid very much mm-hmm. unless we bring out like 100, 150 people, which... That's tough to do. <laughs> yeah. You're hitting the same market over and over. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You have to be selective. When it's you want to get nu- that number of people out, you have to like... Choose. And that's the problem with venue owners is they assume like I'll hit them up where like someone can hit them up about a show and they'll be like, oh, okay, we want you to sell like 50 tickets, 100 tickets. Like, all right, I might be able to do that the first time. I got enough friends, family, yeah, whatever exactly. to get people yeah. out there. But like these club owners like, yo, anytime you play here, you got, you know, this many tickets. I'm like, nobody wants, you know, nobody. I mean, it's hard to get people to want to go out and see the same band like uh, as often as you guys are playing the same market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's tough. Now you guys like, are you guys like signed with anybody like record wise or you just. No, no. We're. we're totally independent right now yeah. um and we have our john who you met as a publicist mm-hmm. great nice um but yeah i mean i booked this tour and really uh, that's what i was gonna ask you i didn't know if john booked the tour for you or no I, I booked this whole thing and it's it was really it was it was cool i mean it was a lot of work mm-hmm. really a lot of work like oh, just time but i've been very happy with how many people have gotten back to me and this band is cool. You know, we're all like really ugh, shit. I'm about to sound like an asshole. <laughs> we're all really good musicians. We're all <laughs> 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 at our core, like that's true. We're, it don't is be true. ashamed to say it. We're you playing this good. music right now. That's just like like this original music is music, and we're all playing to the music. But we really all know how to do pretty much anything. Um, so we can sort of uh, push. We we can find our we can fit into a lot of different situations so like on this tour you know tonight will be great we're just going to play our set it'll be 45 minutes tomorrow we're playing in charlotte um at a brewery we're going to play a three-hour set we'll throw in covers we'll jam mm-hmm. you know who knows what will happen <laughs> <laughs> and then we, yeah we got a bunch of stuff like that like breweries and you, we can find they still don't pay that much but you know we can find places that will actually pay us to play like a reasonable amount and mm-hmm. that is that's all you can ask for that's an advantage like because i do know there's a lot of bands that that are just bands and they, and they make great music but they like don't have they don't they don't want to play breweries or they, they don't do that and like literally every night it's like how much can i make from a door in a town i've never played ever yeah and that's a really hard life it's tough to pursue like when you're at you know when you're at a level where you're booking tours at like you know the kind of place you guys are playing it's like it's hard to expect a major return like financially yeah. for it you know and i feel like a lot of people might get caught up and then it's like dude like you're doing this like you got to pursue it for what you're pursuing it for, but the money—it's not. I mean, if you think it's coming immediately, like it's—it's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's you got to put in the footwork first. I mean, Doug and I have like a very interesting experience on like what it is to be in a band. We were in this like this band called the Mefe, which started out as like an Afrobeat band and transformed a lot over the years into like an indie. What do you mean by Afrobeat? Is that just like world? Um, uh, yeah, it's it's this genre invented by this guy Fela Kuti, who okay. was a Nigerian. Uh, saxophone player and songwriter. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I no, no, it's just listening to. It's you. super badass. Definitely check it out. Like it's very, it's like the secret amazing music that's not really that big of a secret anymore. But <laughs> whatever. But anyway, you guys, yeah. So we were in a band that was kind of like that for a while, and but the point is that we were in like a very funky dance oriented, cool ass band that like could throw amazing dance parties, and um. Well, I know you kind of have like was, a jazz background, right? Like, yeah, and like we, all the guys in that band were kind of jazzy. Mm-hmm. 
I but, mean, yeah, my bad. Yeah, but no, but the, just the point was that like going on tour with that band was like we could find places that would pay us very well to mm-hmm. play because it, w- it wasn't about the like the music was great but ultimately it was like it was we're like gonna come and people are gonna dance yeah and this is gonna be like a dance party yeah and that's like a, a certain route it's not really about you at that point like you're almost a dj at that point like when you play a show you want the, f- the focus of the show ultimately be on you you know so that you can you know you can make so like when you're i mean yeah, yeah it's i a mean kind not, of, not to be negative not it's not a negative thing it's just a different thing it's just being in a like songwriting oriented rock band versus like a dance oriented funky mm-hmm. band it's just two different things and people value it in two different ways did you not feel like it was what you ultimately wanted to do just like <laughs> musically not even like uh that it's a really long story with that band it's it's an amazing band you should definitely listen to it, it it's an incredible band. i guess what i'm asking is do you feel like right now the music that you're making with the yeah tones do you consider that like the kind of music that you always wanted to make um it's i mean it's my music it's i write it um and 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 you know we collaborate and doug definitely collaborates with me um uh i'm not it's a project that i've created and it feels really true to me right now that's cool um and i love it and it's super fun to play well that's but i know that there's lots of other things that i'm gonna do yeah that's the one thing i noticed i I went on I found. I just typed your name into Google. I found jakepinto.com. I was like, "That's got to be him." Yeah, it's gotta yeah. Be yeah. Jakepinto.com. You saw in transit. Yeah. Had the shirt. In dude. transit. Yeah. <laughs> but it the local like hero <laughs> of Sarasota. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's just the sh- I love I love playing in this band right now, and and it just it's it's been very intuitive. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a thoughtful thing. Like oh yeah, I want to make a rock band. It just I just started writing these songs. And all of a sudden, it had a rock band. And then when Doug came into the mix, it really solidified it and pushed things into sort of the direction that. Well, how'd you guys cross paths? We we were in a, that band MFA. Together. MFA. Mm-hmm. I mean, was that from? Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just asking. Is that Florida? Out of college, or, or that's from New York? Well, I I grew up with the guy who started it, Miles Arnson. He's an amazing drummer, amazing songwriter, just great dude. But nice. uh, so he brought me into the fold. And I met Jake playing in that band, and we we were together for like uh, seven years, I think. And we, Jake and I, just had a lot of experience doing pretty much a very similar route touring that we're that we're on right now, and we just kind of bonded, you know, doing that. But the I feel like the way that we got to this point at, at, in the Yeah Tones is just understanding that we did that thing for a long time mm-hmm. and it was a r- it's like a wonderful way to express yourself and and to interact with an audience when you're you know fortunate enough to have one but the yeah tones like it's just a different it's just a different experience it's like mm-hmm. i grew up as like a rock and roll kid metal kid mm-hmm. i love all that stuff and it's just a great way to it's just a great vehicle for us to just express mm-hmm. Some kind of visceral energy that you know that that we're all that that's sitting the, on yeah, in this day that, and age. That's you know? the coolest thing is like the one thing I did notice about you guys is like first of all, just the idea of a band isn't nearly as common today as it was you know twenty thirty years ago. And to see people that like you guys like, there are certain bands that it's like like for like the way you guys all have like the same like you all really give a shit about the music. Like it's not just necessarily like one person just like all right and the rest of the guys are like well I just like to play bass and I just yeah. like to play drums. It's like also you guys are the, all like the outfit. You guys have like an outfit. Most <laughs> bands don't have an outfit. That's like yeah. so uh, it's like key. What's 
What's the story there? It's like <laughs> yeah, the shirt with the shirts. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. the shirts. Well, <laughs> first of all, I just I've always been very into to cool uh, shirts. Cool shirts, but like um, over the top, uh, you know, okay. vibrant. Like it is very vibrant. It's very and thrift vibrant. and thrift stores, most importantly, like you know, growing up in Sarasota, going to Goodwill with my friends all the time, picking up stupid shit that we thought was funny at the time and going to play uh, uh, <laughs> volleyball, like whatever. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, Different down there, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of beaches. <laughs> so, yeah, the story with the shirts. So, so th- I was playing with a band called the Yatomes <laughs> before two years ago. But it was very different. Um, it wasn't the same yet tones. It, it was just like totally different. Different like lineup, the, different people. Different lineup, different music, totally different. Really? But the shirts were the same. And <laughs> I found these shirts. And this is crazy. I found these shirts many years ago. Not the ones you've seen actually. Uh, whatever. There's two sets of shirts. And I'll tell both stories. So they're the same story. The first <laughs> set of shirts, I was up in... Um, in uh, Port Chester, New York, which is like right outside the city, it's like really close to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just we're at the Salvation Army, me and my girlfriend, and we're we're looking at stuff. And there was a bunch of cool shirts. Um, and then I go to this one rack, and I see four identical matching shirts, except that one it's like pink and blue stripes, and one has like white diamonds in the blue stripes. I was just like, what? So the you fuck? know it was donated from the same guy. Yeah, I'm just like, what the hell? Some is other guy had the Four same idea. Shirts? That's <laughs> unbelievable. So I bought those, and like that, beca- as soon as I bought those, like that became this thing with the Yatones. We wear those shirts, and we wore those shirts a lot. Um, anyway, I shouldn't have said the thing about the before the two years ago. We wore those for a while, and then like last year, we were wearing those for a long time, and like. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, maybe we should do something else nah. after a while. But then a year ago, <laughs> my girlfriend went to that same thrift store with a friend of ours. I wasn't even there. And I was like, if you go, if you see something, you definitely you know, let me know. Get something. She goes there in the same rack. Four identical matching Yo, shirts. Yo, somebody is yeah. supplying Which band those other ones. The Salvation and Army. the craziest part is the same company. Well, Damn. who else would make that shirt, dude? What's a company called? Okay, uh, it's really <laughs> weird. Uh, it's called Painted Mesa, but it's owned by Excel Mo's. And there's this guy that I got to hit him. I hit him up. I talked to him on the phone, but it was kind of awkward. I didn't know what to say to him. But <laughs> Why did you I call him? I got eight of your shirts. I don't know. I was like, man. <laughs> what are you going to say to him? You know? want to like, be hey. the official band. Yeah, I want, <laughs> well, I want to make, okay, I make to the say, next set. You got to get that sponsorship. Yeah. I feel you, dude. I was about to so say. So anyway, it really was. Different sets to it's, go with our first two. We try yeah. to do the same thing with Miller High Life, too. Don't worry, dude. Yeah, yeah. We're still working you on it as watching. well. The point <laughs> of the story <laughs> is that it's absolute fate, those shirts. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. That is actually insane, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. So, But it's great. Like, we've really like adopted a lot of the visual elements of the band comes from both the shirts, um, which is cool. I've, it's, you know, it's, I, I really I like stuff like that. I like branding mm-hmm. like that and keeping it streamlined and yeah. what's your like main mode of like i guess like do you guys just create your stuff just by like kind of jamming together like you guys getting together like once or twice a week and just fucking shredding out and just seeing what happens or this guy makes it and then he, uh, hell yeah. it's it's yeah it's it, i i write the framework 
I write most of the parts of the songs um, and definitely like the melodies and um, it's really intuitive for me. Like I really don't, I, I can't really force it just like it's the tough, first yeah. songs that I wrote was just like sitting with a guitar and just like I'd play a thing and I'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. And start there and then come up with the next part and then I, the vocals just come to me. I, it's like I'm a, I went to school for jazz piano. Yeah. And I can be very intellectual. Mm hmm. But I, I don't know how to play guitar, and I'm not intellectual about it at all. And that's what's so you really don't fun know about how to it. play guitar. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it here first. He's getting there. I will say, I was watching. I was watching one of the videos, and I saw you playing guitar. Yeah, it sounded like shit. And well, <laughs> well, I didn't think it sounded bad, but it was. I noticed that you had because I was when I first saw your hands moving around. I was oh, yeah. like, Yo, this guy looks insane at guitar. Oh, great. And then, <laughs> and then I looked closer. I noticed that you just had the one finger on the fretboard, oh, yeah. just going. That's how you work. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't. It's just an express. It's just an expression thing. And like, I do know how to play a lot of things on guitar now. And but I've learned it through like my compositions, and that's been really fun. Like, I never practiced like the intellectual things that I practice on piano. Like, I know how to like do anything on piano. Is that something that they? I guess when you go to NYU for jazz, is that what they taught you? Like, how to like? Is it the theory necessarily? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I played piano for years before I went to NYU too. It's like, I just, piano is, I, I know how to do anything on that, on piano, but to that's sort of like as a composer, sometimes I feel trapped in like knowing too much. Well, yeah, there's nothing that you can figure out to yeah. be like, oh, wait, this is new to me. In guitar, like, I, I really, fresh my songs, I don't know, like, what I'm playing. I just know what it sounds like, and I, I follow my ear a lot on them, like, and So it kind of takes the, your theory part of your brain out of it, because when you get on something that you're not familiar with, yeah. it's all just, it's like when you first started learning piano, like, everything's new, you know? Once you've learned all the fucking chords, once you've done all that shit, it's like, you try to write a riff and then you're like, oh man, but that's for, yeah. you, you almost don't even realize how subconsciously when they're writing music, you're totally. like, I heard this before, you know, and then you've, it's always the worst when you like have a dope ass riff for like a while and then you like hear a song, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It sounds exactly like that song. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know, I thought, I thought that was me. I thought I wrote that. Nope. Yeah. It's nope. becoming increasingly illegal today too. Oh yeah. 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 What, you can't, to you can't rob somebody's song anymore? It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Rob a group like uh, what is Robin uh, Robin Thicke yeah. got sued. But they still made millions in net profits. Like they still were net positive yeah, for writing that song. Be a, I mean, I don't know about Robin Thicke. He seems like he's down. Yeah, and he out, broke down, dude. His <laughs> like his like wife left him, and then he made a song yeah. trying to get her back, it and horrible. it was still misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> the fro will definitely be fine. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. Great. Robin Thicke's like one of those guys that comes back every ten years. I think he's gonna make it. He had lost <laughs> about you. Nah, yeah. Yeah. His <laughs> son will just be famous. Shout out to just Robin like Thicke <laughs> if you want to do a collab. Yeah, yeah we're here. The Yatones featuring Robin Thicke. Oh. You can get Pharrell in there with us. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think that's when we do when we write locker room talk. Actually, oh. <laughs> I like yeah. it, dude. I like it. <laughs> Locker room talk. Featuring Feet Robin Thicke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a major oh yeah, yeah moment. You know? <laughs> yeah, no one's got to do it now. That would be good. I think that's going to be the name of the episode, too. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I, 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 feel like like I could right probably now. look that up right now. 
<laughs> and that exists, or, you know. Seven seven thousand new bands have just. <laughs> <laughs> we appeared. wish, dude. We would out of the sky. <laughs> dude, how did you guys uh, go about getting those CDs made? Those are like legit. These are dope. The art part or the and <laughs> all the, the art part is art probably stuff. the main thing I would say. Like they're just yeah. That's well, the logo you guys use. Is this like, the same art pattern that's on your drum head as well? No, Look, no. Okay, it's same yeah. Vibe, that's though. a good point though. Same very. Right, I'll, I'll finish the shout outs. Let me finish the shout outs. Let me give a shout out. Colin Marchand. Marchand. Um, he did the Find My Baby video, which is that like crazy, like psychedelic one with all the moving. Mm-hmm. That's all hand animated by him. Wow. That Jeez. visual on the front is from that. Um, so we just kind of reused that and he re edited some stuff and did the back. Um, and then this, uh, a friend of mine from growing up, Elijah Anderson, did the typeface for, um, the back for the eviction notice and the, the titles of the songs. And then this really cool guy, um in brazil who i met through i I was living in brazil in january and i met this guy he runs a small record label his last name was also brazil no no i was living in brazil and i met this guy who owns a small record label in uh i don't know how to say the name of the town but uh he works with this artist named pietro luigi and he did that awesome logo that's just the shit that everybody yeah, loves. Is, the logo is, is so crazy. Dope. So the art actually was also a collaborative effort of sort of these three artists um, that came together to make that. And then I I did it at Disc Makers. I think shout you really... Shout out to Disc Makers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Biggest shout out to I think Disc you guys, Factory. I think you really yeah, captured... Are you just, serious? You guys yeah. went to the factory? We <laughs> did, chilled yeah. on the Disc Makers grounds. <laughs> Good, good people over there. Dude, did they have high lives for you, though? No, they didn't. <laughs> that was a BYOB. Yeah, yeah dude. They had the jazz cups, though, for water. Damn. You know, with the jazz logo. Uh, well, I, I thought mean, it was a nice touch. That's almost like a high life. Not quite, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely why, why is it... I mean, I saw Eviction Notice is the fifth track yeah that makes sense you always want to put the title track like right in the middle like a yeah, sandwich kind of in the middle you there. can't have the album and track one and just be the name of the album you're like come on dude yeah yeah i mean you know I, what is that what is that about eviction notice is um i mean i like the name i thought it was really like a, a in right. terms of naming the album that i just thought it was like a a really like intense it's very mercurial in your face yeah. name of a record and you know i think it, there's some mystery to it but yeah um the song is about me being evicted from my apartment which is a true story nice. um so i wrote this love song to my landlord <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i really uh, it, it was really shitty it was like out of nowhere that just like got this letter uh, i don't know i got a call or can you move out in two weeks and we got in this <sighs> whole fight with them and it was really lame. So you wrote a love song to him after you got evicted. I'm assuming not before you got evicted. Because um, maybe that's why I evicted you. Well, okay. I'll tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get evicted. Well, oh, we got... Shit. Something's fucking up. Oops. Bam, 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 bam. There oh, we go. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes electricity likes to act up. Oh, oh it still is. Hey, hey, hey. There we go. Oh. Uh, is it I the mic? Let me tap on that mic. Yeah. I think it's the mic. There we go. It was just the headphones, dude. They're fucking... Uh, 
fucking up, dude. My bad. Well, so there's eviction. It was just, it was really, this, it was really horrible the way it went down. They just like tried to make us leave, and then we said no, and then we talked to the lawyer, and we got this whole thing where we we're gonna go to the court, and then whatever. How long do you happened. get but when then, you get evicted? Well, technically nothing, but you can't. It, New York's just complicated. You can't actually evict someone. Nice. Uh, you, like you, the. <laughs> The renter has a lot of rights, and like we could have gone to court. Anyway, long story short, we did get unevicted. Nice. After getting an eviction notice, and it was really crazy. And That's whatever, I shouldn't be talking about this. Hey man, I, I <laughs> know too much already. I don't yeah. think he's listening. <laughs> I think I gotta I kill you guys. I don't think she's listening either. I hope she's not. And if she um, is, you know, whatever. It was really fucked up. I think I deserve to write a song about it and have an album based on it. it was because it was twisted, and she knows that what she did was wrong. And she apologized. And Ooh. does she get residuals now? Yeah, that's oh, the real. Wow, that is the question. Is she gonna sue you guys now? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was my idea. Eviction notice. I came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one who evicted you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna come back for it, dude. But yeah, I just I like I liked I liked it as an album title, just like I like it too. The whole thing with the album is just it's a lot I want it's very like in your face. It's talking about struggles and it's very know, cohesive. Yeah, very aggressive, very like you know, a lot of things that piss me off. I wanted to talk about them on this album. That's good, dude. And yeah, I think it's very cohesive in that sort of um, it's all kind of got like a homogenous kind of like vibe to it, which is cool, which is hard. It's not. I mean, this is this is interesting to me because it's not necessarily just a collection of singles you've made. You exactly. Know? The term homogenous though doesn't that have like a does that have a negative connotation? That word. I uh, hope. I don't I think you. So. I don't. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I, I mean, it does uh, <laughs> a little bit, but I don't think it depends on how you're using it. <laughs> Who knows, dude? Oh, Maybe I was being a dick. I was like, I was hoping he didn't fucking catch that. He fucking got me. With the uppercut. Damn. No, yeah. I meant it in a good no. way, meaning that it, it it's not like like I was saying before, it's not like a lot of times people just make a bunch of songs and like every song to the next is a completely different vibe, a completely different feel. And with an album, I think the great concept of like the original like why people made albums was it was supposed to ultimately convey one uh i guess i don't know what it's the word just is like the one, phase you're going through when making all that music yeah one one ultimate message you know yeah and, and that was a definitely a conscious effort there were a few songs that were that i thought might be on the album that i ended up cutting because i was so you were I just actually, i saw this thing i was like okay here it is like these nine songs they're all totally in this thing like in this world of like mm -hmm. really in your face aggressive rock music and i was like let's just do that so like sort of to your question before of like mm -hmm. is this like my true thing that's sort of what i'm saying it was like in it like there's a part of me that's definitely true but truthfully there's obviously lots of other things i'm doing but this record what i'm what i'm so excited about it i'm so excited about it because it's so um clear it's like this is exactly what it is it's not like mm -hmm. oh here's jake like yeah. here's all of jake's yeah. ideas it's just like here's a freaking rock record mm -hmm. it's like a Enjoy modern day it. symphony dude it's just like movement after movement it's very yeah very and there's rough. like it's it's uh i'm gonna try to come up with another better way to describe it which is like in, <laughs> a, in a real song <laughs> 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 like what i'm looking i'm looking I, it's all about like what you believe and like the the things that you believe in in life and the way that people um 
try to make you believe things and the way that life makes you believe things and like one of the lyrics on like a real song is the main lyric is just like show me something to believe in because in this world we're in right now with the media and the assholes on tv it's like hard to know what the hell to believe in yeah. anymore yeah. It's in- so that's sort of where a lot of the songs fall in terms of like eviction they're obviously getting evicted you're like what the fuck like what is this world where someone can just like yeah it well, was, you guys were you know, kind of talking about earlier just like you guys have this like pent-up like yeah. just like frustration from just the society today that you're just trying to vent it's out. It's cool that you're tapping. I'm about into to that. throw your fucking table over. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool that you guys are tapping into it because it is. It's an interesting thing to tap into because it's not. I don't know. I think that's like the highest form of honesty is when you're kind of like it's like a self analysis almost. Like you're like really putting it out there. Like I don't know. It is confusing and everybody acts like they understand what's going on. Everybody kind of puts on this. I guess like kind of facade where it's like every, nobody really knows what they're doing ultimately. Like yeah. nobody does you know what i'm saying so it's like the fact that you you're kind of putting yourself out there we were talking about last week it's kind of a scary thing because the ultimate goal i guess when you're an artist is to put yourself out there express yourself the best you can and hope that people feel it because there's nothing it, it, it's like it's like a cry for validation almost like you want to know that you're not the only one who feels a certain way and so it, it does it does kind of validate i don't know i think it's yeah. i think it's cool that you look at it that way because i feel like a lot of artists don't necessarily like you said you yeah. didn't feel completely fulfilled trying to write um to fulfill a certain genre or, or, or to, to fit into a certain mold it's like you just all, the ultimate goal would be just to do you yeah i mean I, just, I mean my goal is for this record to be to do well and for people that like music like this to like it you know and then i don't know what kind of music next? do you consider that what's what's the genre for this i mean it's like, like rock bluesy music. rock, rock yeah it's nice. I think I mean, it's an, it's influence. Like I was really into like I'm a huge, huge, huge Beatles fan. First of all, like mm-hmm. ridiculous. You can ask these guys. Harry is as well. But you said Beatles. Uh, yeah, Beatles. Nice. That's where you get the outfits from. There you yeah, go. that's for sure. <laughs> um, but then like whatever reason, like a couple years ago, I got really into the like post John, like this John Lennon Plastic Ono Band record. I don't know if you guys are familiar. No. If you like my album, you'll definitely like that record. It's just like really in your face, raw it music. John Lennon. John, it's John Lennon's. It's the first record he made when the Beatles broke up. It's called Plastic Ono Band. Oh. And uh, not only is the music just like really raw and and like awesome jam shit, um, mm-hmm. but just like what he's saying is just like so insanely raw and honest. And mm-hmm. and that was that was really in he's always been really inspiring to me in mm-hmm. that way um and i'm not i definitely think that i go you know I'm not there yet but well i mean uh, my goal know. is definitely like to say things that are that honest and like that real that should be your goal ideally that's that a clever. beautiful goal yeah it's <laughs> a beautiful goal but yeah so yeah. i mean there, you can you can definitely tell that you guys have a, a majorly like classical influence to it, like classic rock kind of thing. And that's why I think it's interesting when I ask you like, "What's your genre?" You say like it's rock, and I think about it for a second. I'm like, that is rock. Yeah. Like there's so many fucking offshoots of rock now, where it's like everybody's got like some kind of weird fucking term. Oh, this is like neo something core. I don't know. It's just like you guys really. It, it is. It's just rock. It, it's very. It's very reminiscent of a different time, and yeah. it's 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 uh, unique because. It's not how many people are doing it these days. I guess it's yeah, very, it stands out. 
Yeah, I mean, I, like I avoid terms like blues rock, even though I know there's like some influence there. But like, you pigeonhole I, yourself. You know, I, mean, I, mean, I I'm just not a blues guitar player. Like, mm. and I feel like that's sort of like the most important thing <laughs> about being a blues rock band is that the guitar player like can play the blues, <laughs> and like I really don't do I don't that. I hear it kind of in the vocals. I hear that, yeah, like yeah. kind of bluesy influence in there. But yeah, yeah definitely not true. in the instrumentals. I guess but I can sing Well, who the plays the lead guitar on the thing? I saw you playing. There was well, I I play. Every everything on the album really yeah yeah okay um there's like That's my cool. friend mike played a couple things on i think he plays a little bit on victory notice and maybe one other song but mm-hmm. i play all those solos but again like those are like crazy solos i have no idea what i played <laughs> played them in half zero. speed then sped it up <laughs> zero idea and i love them i think they sound awesome but like i don't know what i think they, they do are. too i was like i mean i mean you it's not like you're listening to the record and being like this guy's first instrument is not guitar like you're yeah. like this guy's it's good. It's and this band's about confidence. I think we can all agree with that, right? Oh yeah. You just definitely or you know, there's there's no there's no when I play bass yeah, for exactly. this band. Go for it. My experience because a lot of it is Jake I mean, it's the majority of it is Jake's ideas. He's entrusting me, entrusting Harry, entrusting Dylan, entrusting Mike, everyone who's ever played in the band. To interpret the music, you know, sure, and like from his idea and bring what you want. I I just hear Motorhead the second I walk in <laughs> to the room, and I like hear because it's got like a swing to it, but mm-hmm. it's also got that intense, heavy palette. So when I'm I'm like just thinking about how to make it hit as hard as possible, you know, and I think I think that a lot of music that's considered cool, like whatever hip and vogue today. <laughs> It's not. It's not focused on just like punching you, hitting you in the gut. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost too focused on like I. It, I don't like know commercial. what the goal is. A lot of the time, it's diluted. But as Jake said, we have like a singular goal with this record, with this music, just to hit you in the gut. With something <laughs> yeah. hard. A lot of the human, um, a lot of the human aspect of music nowadays has been kind of stripped out of it. You know, I mean, like the fact, just the fact that you guys are playing real instruments is yeah. a rarity now. I mean, like, just that, like, it, it, you can't communicate that necessarily as well through like a computer program. I, 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 I myself, I try to make like all types of music, but the one thing I love about what you guys are doing is like that, like, just raw, like, just the rawness of it. When you go out and see a band, it's just like somebody's playing a bass, somebody's playing a guitar. Like, first of all, when you go see a live show, it's much more vulnerable because you're actually in it. Like, like, you're not just pressing play and fucking karaoke and that shit. You know, like you're. It, it's a, you and them which is a method of live performance that you see all the time is pressing play and mm-hmm. yeah. playing mm-hmm. along but you're like, not necessarily you're so vulnerable because it's like dude I could fuck up like it's it's almost, it's so much more of like a, an, a, a connection to the audience is that you're all in that together you know it's not like you did this earlier and now you're pressing play for yeah. all you guys and that paid the, for tickets to you know? me like I love the fuck ups all, it's, it's yeah, all about it, yeah, he, it's what makes you know, it and you will up into like a signature moment and that's I mean, yeah. like there's like that like Hendrix. <laughs> there's like a I think he's playing like Foxy Lady or Food Child or Foxy Lady or something like. It's that one video where he's wearing the like crazy like red. It's like orange, yellow, white, red like dress thing, mm-hmm. and he like he like goes into like the first chord of like I think it's Voodoo Child. And like his guitar is just so out of tune, it's like completely <laughs> off, and he just like full blast is on he's just like tuning the one note like against the groove and i'm just like that's the fucking <laughs> shit this guy is a human being you know 
This, it's a human here. It's not. It's not exactly. Not, it, like it's, it's it's like me. It's like uh, it's like any of us up there. Like th- that's what you would do. You know. It's like it brings you closer to. You're not it. worried that's... about like oh what are people gonna think? People are gonna think I'm not good at guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that. You know. It's, it's just a... like yeah. I'm <laughs> People respond to that in a big way, dude. People really do. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get nervous. I, I was nervous when you guys came here, dude. I was like, oh shit, you know, like these guys are coming in from New York. They're gonna show up. They're gonna be, like, oh shit, this guy. Yeah. I told you earlier, like this fucking garage. And I'm thinking, like, you know, but it, it's, it's, it's cool to feel that. Yeah, I guess. totally. It's cool to just have that. I mean, the other thing, you got something here. That's very sweet. I hope you're oh. at ease yeah. now. Yeah. yeah and I, I think that, like, on stage, like, you do want, and I, I think that, like, that's where, like, the confidence comes in. Like, you do, when you see a great band, you want to see that the guys are, like, in some way, like, not human. Like, some way, like, they're greater than They have doing to be something larger like, than life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like finding that balance of being, like, larger than life, but also feeling like, you can really connect. So how do you how do you think you guys tackle the larger than life aspect then? The shirts. Sure. Let's see Doug play. Yeah, you see Doug play, you'll get it. It's, it's just, just a us. feeling. You gotta see it. Can't yeah, see it. Yeah. Yeah. We are probably coming to see out it, tonight. It just happens yeah, up it's there. gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, shit up there. I wanna say Doug Doug brought this up and it's really in terms of just talking about Doug. <laughs> like that thing you were saying about doing motor that. <laughs> it, Doug, Doug's influence in this band was huge in like what he was just saying like Find My Baby for instance do you guys know that's the one with the crazy video uh-huh. where it's like super manically fast and like really aggressive but like when I wrote that song it was much more of like a slower kind of rockabilly thing and then the Doug comes in and just like I don't know. He, he just really, with a lot of stuff, pushed it in this direction that I'm super brought into. the Doug like, touch to really, because yeah. there's like a part of me that's like that. It is like that too, and like I think Doug and I just we came together and was like aggression. That's such a cool Let's thing when you, find, when you find that. You know, it's so hard to find that. It's hard enough. Yeah. To, it's hard enough to find people like you got. I'm assuming you guys are all out of college at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. This is real life now. You know, this is real life. It's real fucking life, and I feel like it's it's kind of hard to come across other guys who. I'm a your age. I'm 24, so I'm assuming we're all around. We are on the same. We're all 26. Or Doug's your 27. 28, bro. 28. 28. Hell yeah. You made it. You've passed over the hill. I yeah, you're over the 27 hill, right? I honestly. 88. Born in 88. 88, baby. Hey, Hell yeah. It's my brother's year too. I respect. I respect the fuck out of you guys only because of the. I mean, like. I kind of I'm in the same position. Like you want to find other people that are doing what you're doing. You want to find other people who want to take music as serious or who are really that passionate about it. Who really have the time? Because most of the times you graduate college and it's like, like I said, it's real life. Like it's easy when you're in high school. It's easy when you're in high school to find a group of guys together that can create things like that. But to have that level of commitment to it, that's honestly that's what the people want to see. First of all, that's what the people want to see. You guys have been grinding. Yeah. And it, it shows. It shows and it stands out. Thank you. I, it really, really means so. I don't know if you. We released the album today. You guys know. Yeah, yes. dude. We're yeah. fucking honored that we're the first You're place. The first, yeah. So to fucking premiere this shit. It feels good to hear that. Now is <laughs> is the show tonight? Are you guys gonna be playing mostly stuff from this album? Or yeah, we're we're yeah yeah we're playing the one new song. Um, oh, so you got a song even newer than something on this album? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's wow. a couple. There's yeah. I guess there's one new song that we've been playing consistently in our set. It, it very much feels like it could have been on this album, but it just wasn't. Just didn't um, fit. 
Yeah, we're probably we play like most of the song. There's uh, a couple that we don't. There's that one song that you kicked off this thing that one for me. That's just like a song written for two basses. A it's actually written for three bases. Bass concerto. <laughs> <For two> bases. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My intellectualism shows. Harry Harry's first appearance in this band was playing bass on that song. We, we, we tried to get enough basses together to play it live. He's like, dude, you guys got another bass or what? I was really like a couple years ago. I was really in like this. We sort of like are glossing over now, but like the thing with this band, I was really into like I don't care how well you play your instrument at all. I just want you to fucking play. That's what I'm talking about. So I, I met Harry and about. Harry and I connected over the Beatles because he's also a huge Beatles fan and we played I don't remember. We did a bunch we played some gigs and I just really loved Harry's playing and I really wanted somebody to come play like a second drum set and second bass and keyboards. And I just assumed Harry would kill it. <laughs> <laughs> like, having never heard him play ever. He looks like somebody who would kill it. Dude. Yeah, like, exactly. I wouldn't look at him. I was like, yo, what do you <laughs> think this guy ball. does? I'm like, this guy probably kills it. Probably does. I was just going to get it. At some type <laughs> of like. Right, but the volume pedal, that was the, that was the only problem. That was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I left but no, it just it, shakes it, automatically. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it, worked. it was totally dope. We had two drums for the show, it, it was cool. Seeing this guy with, Two drums with a vocoder. Oh, wow. Just yeah. playing it fucked up. It was awesome. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's some other <laughs> shit. That'll be, the, that'll be something else. <laughs> guys, honestly, I wanted, I definitely want to let you guys like get on the road to the show. So I kind of want to, like, if you guys, what time are you saying you have to leave at this point? Sorry. <laughs> You're the one who knows. Uh, we should just leave. We got time, man. We, yeah, I, yeah, I want to. I want to. We should leave around yeah. like it takes like twenty minutes to get there. Yeah, I said yeah. we'd be there between seven thirty and eight. Word. So we yeah. leave in like an hour. It's fine. Hell yeah! If you're cheating the shit with you guys, yeah. Yeah, this is yeah, fun. Yeah, you yeah. guys are awesome. Thanks, awesome. man. I appreciate this really it. like I really this. Is, this doesn't feel like a garage at all. Exactly, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You Forget open the, the door and you're like, why oh, is there a room yeah. in here? I've been to way smaller <laughs> studios that are more like official, you know. Yeah. Oh, and it's really, this, this isn't even all the garage. Well, Plus this black ass thing. I yeah. gotta take a picture of that. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah, man. Check, we're, check we're, out Facebook for I the picture. That. <laughs> you missed it. Yeah. I really want to print out like just two butts and put them in his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Hell yeah, dude, man. Let's fucking wrap this up. I'll get the mics on the thing. We'll All get right, a fucking great. set from you guys. Yeah. Yes. For the uh, live audience, we'll be live streaming the show in a second. But, uh,. But you guys have anything you want to promote? I just hope you have we the album sound good today. after all this talk. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so we're playing at Joe's Square tonight at ten. Or the show starts at nine p.m. Brad Gunson is playing before with he's going to play some solo music from his band, which is called Gunson Roses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a nine. Then we're going to hit a ten. It's a free show. Please come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have uh, CDs for sale. We have. A couple T-shirts if you like, <laughs> if, you're, if you wear a large black. They have four matching. <laughs> <for sale. laughs> uh, we have we have them. we have freaking frisbees. <laughs> oh, I could dig. I don't even frisbee. I, I could dig it. Yeah, it sounds frisbee. Dude, I could, I could get they're freaking dope. And got we got you. buttons. Dope. Oh, and yeah, how do, how do people find your tour dates? What's okay, like yeah. your website, uh, Facebook, or something? Uh, shit, I gotta update the website. <laughs> the yatones.com everything is just the yatones the yatones.com yeah, give it a day give it a day and then give check it, it a out. day the yatones.com 
<laughs> Twitter slash the Atones, Instagram slash the Atones, Facebook.com slash the Atones, YouTube, search the Atones. <laughs> and that's the yeah spelled with an H. So Y E A H tones. The tones. correct way to spell it. Yeah, the correct way to spell it, exactly. When people are like, how do you spell it? I'm like, how do you spell yeah? If you don't know how to spell yeah, don't check it out. <laughs> no, because check it out. Because Y-E-A yeah. is yeah, right? It's like yeah. 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 It's like yeah. 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 Like, it's a much less committed yeah. Or yeah, or it's like yeah. I wouldn't watch a band called the yeah town. Yeah, whatever. That's good. Yeah, whatever. And capitalize the T for God's sake. Yeah, come on, dude. It's two words. Spotify won't let us, which is fucking stupid. That's coming. Your your Twitter handle is entirely the aggression's really dude. It's coming out. Oh yeah, the Twitter handle. Can I fix that? Yeah, I think you should oh. fix it right oh, now. Shit. Oh shit! <laughs> While we're tuning out, yeah, fix that, dude. Talking a lot of shit on everybody <laughs> over here. And uh, <laughs> check out at LFTS Podcast across the board. We're on iTunes. You know, tell That's a friend. Tell Fucking a friend. check out the yeah tones. We'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, man. And tonight. Yeah.
and barely keep it clean. Searching through directories, trying to find out I call my baby. Made a muscle song. 